Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Having any trouble falling asleep, getting to sleep? Well, welcome. I, I hope, I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. Tonight we have our fairy tale, ongoing fairy tale, uh, after the glass slipper tale of uh, kind of mostly Cinderella's stepmother after Cinderella had that whole, you know, after the glass slipper thing. So all you need to do, get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. What is the rest? I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, racing thoughts, distracting thoughts, tossing, you know, tossing, hardcore tossing and turning where you're like, your head's on the pillow, you're like, oh, yeah. Where you can't get comfortable mentally, physically, emotionally. I don't know, all of the three. None of the above, all of the above, or both. It could be sometimes you get so far out there, you're like, I think I'll check both all of the above and none of the above. And, and you know what? The part of you that's analyzing uh, questionnaires like that and trying to fill in bubbles with it is like, this isn't even a number two pencil. And you're like, yeah, I'm in bed. I don't have a number two pencil. I'm trying to go to sleep. Well, you know, how many pencils did you sharpen for tomorrow? We don't, we don't have a, a standardized test tomorrow. I'm trying to sleep. Uh, well, maybe you should get back up and uh, sharpen some pencils because if you had done that five years ago, we wouldn't be in this. And you know why no one loves you? Because you can't sharpen. And what about the erasers? Are you gonna have, Did you make sure they have good erasers? Because remember 10 years ago when you tried to erase that stuff and you left the streaks and then the teacher. So that part of your brain that's doing that, sorry if I traumatized anybody there. That was a little taste of my brain. and uh, But I'm here to distract you from that kind of stuff. Why? Clearly, if you just heard any madness coming out of my mouth, I got a lot of that going on at night myself. Keeps me up tossing and turning. Back in the day, me and my brother would tell each other boring bedtime stories to fall asleep. Mostly I would tell it to him and he would fall asleep, but somehow I guess it would comfort me. By telling him boring tales, and then, you know, then I'd just be left alone to toss and turn by myself. But, hey, you know, no, I think it would calm me down sometimes. But that's why I do it. Uh, it's a podcast to help you fall asleep by distracting you, uh, lulling you, soothing you, boring you, dulling you off to dreamland. I, I hope it helps you. I can't guarantee it will. Helps a, a good amount of people that listen. Give it a couple tries. See if it works. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. I hope you find something that really does work for you because I obviously clearly am a lunatic when it comes to sleep. You know, I don't know. You know, I, I so, I'm, you know, that's why I'm here to put you to sleep. Now we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. After the glass slipper episodes are at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash slipper or glass. Probably both. I think I made enough links that either one of those should work. Uh, you can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. I'm on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. I try to retweet sleep-related articles there. Facebook's where I post the bloopers. I just, um, probably if James Taylor hears what I was just singing to warm up to the podcast, he'll come get me. And he seems like a perfectly pleasant man, but he won't be, he'll be like, man, I, I used to, I can't, now I can't, and I guess his fan club could get, because he's like, I can't ever play these hits again after listening to you sing them. So that's a bloopers, or you can get a hold of me on Facebook. You can comment on the website. I'd love to hear from you. Tell me your stories. Tell me 
you know, just if you have anything to get off your chest, you laugh. People say funny stuff. Oh, you know, I was up all night last night. You know, no, but I'm here to listen. I'm trying to learn how to do that. Empathize, compassionize, you know, and help each other out. And hopefully we're slowly growing this podcast into a community of people where we can, uh, you know, start to help each other. If you see, I got people helping me with sleep-related articles. I got people helping me with ideas. I got Damon D., on the backup, helping with show notes. God, having to deal with me is a, is a lot of work. But I'm glad you're here. I hope I help you fall asleep. If you if you, you say, hey, how could I help out the podcast? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you listen to this podcast on Stitcher? Because I, I, for some reason I was looking at the, some numbers and I'm like, huh, Stitcher, Stitcher, not a lot of people are listening on Stitcher. Not Not that important, but if you listen on Stitcher, I don't even know. I have no clue how to do a review on Stitcher. I don't even know how to check a review on Stitcher to see if I have any. But if you listen on Stitcher, if you can go try to figure out how to give us a review. That's, I know it sounds like a lot of work. I, it probably is just like a, you know, click and use your thumb. You know, do you guys use your thumb or your, like, uh, your middle finger? What, what, how do you control your phones? Or you could use it on another device. But if you listen on Stitcher, if you can review and rate us, that'd be great around whatever else you listen to us on. But I'm glad you're here. And, you know, the best way to help is to get some rest. And then somehow, you know, you'll be in a better mood tomorrow. You'll be able to help somebody else out. And then they'll be like, wow, are your teeth whiter? Because something's going on with you. You're just so nice and you look great. And you'll say, hey, there's this podcast out there. Um. If you can get through the first eight minutes of it, it then you might fall, you fall asleep. And uh, so, yeah, thanks. It's not my teeth. I think uh, you you know it's you you're not you don't have your glasses on, but thank you anyway. So that's it. And I'm glad you're here. I hope I help you fall asleep. Thank yous. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson over at SoundsLikeAnEarful.com, who does our music. He's got podcasts over there. You should check it out. I want to thank Damon D on the backup. He's raising money for the Iron Man Foundation, doing the South Lake Tahoe Marathon. You can donate to him over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash double D. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer, who are on the icons, the Lord and the Lady, the Silvertone, the Funders from Down Under. Many, many other, you know, uh, podcasts, luminaries, who, you know, you guys all know who you've been with me. I want to thank some newer people. I want to thank Kelly H., a.k.a. Candy Brain, who said, you know, she gets Candy Brain sometimes. Joseph H., who maybe seems like a treasure trove of good information. Kathy D., Emily F., and then I think an anonymous person that shared the podcast over to Tumblr about mental health issues. So I want to thank that person as well. I want to say hi to Tisha Poirot. Uh, Nikki and her snoring dog. Thank you, Tisha, for bringing on your buddy, Nikki. Poirot. I want to say hi to Richard, and I just get a message in here from Claire. Yeah, live here. More, I mean, more, I mean, I'm activating my phone live. So thank you, Claire. Just heard that pop. Oh, hey, holy mackerel. Uh, what is this? Jay Lopez. I want to thank you. And Flannery. Hey, just got a huge shout-out, uh, three-hour podcast. I don't know what that is, but I'll have to look into that. But thank you, Flannery. 
and Jay Lopez. And uh, that's it. I'm looking at, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I'm confused as some Twitter news. But thanks, Claire Flannery and Jay Lopez and everyone else. I gotta, I'm going to edit this podcast and get to the bottom of this. I hope you're well. And uh, let's move on to the show. Hello, hello, hello. This is Agatha. Welcome to After the Glass Slipper, the tale of Cinderella. Myself, Agatha, I am Cinderella's stepmother. Pleased to meet you. You may have heard of me referred to as the evil stepmother in the past, but I, 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 I'm a, you know, I, I've made some choices. People have different perspectives on my behavior, but I am Cinderella's stepmother. Penelope is a fairy godmother. And I don't know if you've listened before or if you're just listening in, but welcome. I'm here to tell you a tale, help you. The, the, the man who hired me says, you know, if I tell the tale of my, you know, me and Cinderella, well, Cinderella's out of town. It helps people sleep somehow. And I just want my, you know, I just want to tell you this tale. It's very interesting. What happened was we had a, Cinderella became queen. We had all the fairies living, fairy godparents and mothers, fathers living with us. A bunch of stuff had happened, but then Cinderella was doing a wonderful, wonderful job as queen. Fairy godparents fell ill. Mysterious illness. Cinderella said, I'm going to travel the lands or to this one great kingdom. Find a solution. Agatha, you run things. You're the best. You're, you're a woman who knows how to take charge. And you, you know how to listen to your heart, she said, and listen to the people and rule them well. And so then I took over. And where things have been up and down over the past episodes, you could check them out over in the, uh, the part of the thing in my jig. But I, I'm doing my best, and I've, I think I've got the people on board. Now, these fairy godparents, they're very ill, and we need to keep them at least stabilized. The way you do that is you make sure they don't get any bed sores. You make sure they're hydrated and fed, and they're able to use the bathroom and clean. And that takes a lot of work. So we've been working on that... And then the people, you know, the people say, oh, is, I don't know. So I've got, I've been working on some things. So that's about where we are. I've got a plan to keep the people together and caring for each other, just like when Cinderella was here. They'd say, oh, we want to do what you do, Cinderella, with our full heart. I don't know, some gob. I, so that's it. Um, now you just, I, 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 what I usually do every morning is talk to my good friend Penelope. And this particular morning, some stuff had happened. So I said, oh, so good morning, Penelope. Oh, Penelope, it is I, Agatha, here to bring you your morning bone broth. And I have in this a uh, an egg of a bird. A, 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 it's, a, it's a, you know, natural, uh, friendly egg, you know, gift of egg, gift, gifted to us by a bird. It's cooked in the broth, Penelope, and I will spoon it to you, and the egg will, you know, because I, and she lies there, and she doesn't wake up, and I say, oh, Penelope, oh, you are, you are looking so rest, restful today, and I just am looking forward to feeding you now, and I, I, things are going, you know, I, I don't know if, how much noise is coming into your room, but you know, I had this plan that we've been working on with getting the people, I have the people helping all your fairy brothers and sisters or cousins. I don't know how, or I don't know, are you guys just co-workers? We, we've never talked about these things. So I've, I'm finding myself with a question. I'd say, 
Oh, I'd love to ask Penelope that, but you're sleeping. When you're awake, you just give me that look. Well, I guess it depends on it. Sometimes you give me a look like, oh, this woman. And other times you say, oh, there's my bone broth woman. She's too, she's the one whose voice I hear in the morning, which hopefully I, I, I just like talking to. It's helpful for to me, Penelope. So uh, pardon me for being trying to comfort you and comfort myself at the same time. I do not, you know, I, this is my daughter's. I don't remember. Uh, they were. We 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 don't have time to talk about it because I got a. I got something to tell you. You might you might be wondering what you say. Oh, is it, what is that? If you, if you could see, and maybe you can see, and something might be. Oh, is what is that? A package next to Agatha, and is that say Pen Penelope on it? Uh, and then it has smaller writing. You probably couldn't read it from there. You'd say, oh, that package looks like, has that package been open or not? What is that package? That Wait a second, that is Cinderella's. Is that Cinderella's handwriting or is that some other uh, wonderful calligraphy that makes me feel warm inside? And I would tell you, Penelope, that, oh, as I, um, I need to say, I need to say some things, uh, Oh, I, I say, hmm, I don't know. What, well, I guess I could tell you, what, yes, we had some letters come. And what happened was just a few days ago, you remember, I made the big speeches. Uh, the, there was the mob. I said, hey, let's build a pyramid together, a great pyramid that will be in the sky. And we will build it high and we will find a way for all of you to profit from it. Because I figured, you know, everyone puts money in. I, you know, I, I, I have a mind. I see how things work at the end. I said, we'll figure out a way to make money. And I, uh, you know, but this was a mob I was dealing with. So I was thinking on my feet. And then I said, I said, you know, the next day I said, oh boy, let's see. Uh, hmm. Pyramid. Did I say build, build a pyramid? And, uh, I called like the uh, royal. I, I guess you guys have a royal. He's not full time. I I don't know if you've been doing building. Oh, yeah, you're not. You weren't living here. Either. Well, you were a little bit. Royal our 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 engineer, engineer, and I said he's he also has other jobs. It turns out because he has not a lot of business. He engineers other things. He also is a carpenter. But so I said, hey, like, come on by. And I said, I'd give you a discount in the plan. And he said, well, I said, well, we, we scouted out sites. He said, it must be on bedrock if you're going to build one of these things. As a matter of fact, I was so obsessed with these pyramids, uh, you know, and I said, the same one mother, my mother spat on a pyramid and it was by the sea. He said, oh, no, no, no. He said, I talked about ones inside of a jungle. And then Gonzalo told me that he didn't not like the engineer man, but the engineer man found him because he said, there's some bedrock. Now, you know, the castle's built on bedrock. And he goes, it was a, you know, a secondary plot of land, you know, outside the castle, just to the, you know, not too far, flat land. You might remember it. You might remember it, Penelope. It's behind the castle, kind of blocks it. And then there's a, it's away from town. There's that river you know, with some woods. But he said, we could build it there. You'd get a view from the river and some of the mountains. 
and his bedrock. So I said, okay, okay, now tell me more about this. Uh, this this one Gonzalez, this man is a strange man. And I said, tell me how, how where, where do we start here? What do we, you know, what, what's a pyramid knowledge? And he said, well, this is quite an undertaking building a pyramid. You need to acquire the granite and Cl- Clifford, actually. He said, well, or granite or this, I can't remember. I, I said, okay, Clifford, you see. He said, well, I have someone we could purchase the stone from, one of my other members of my men, men, mental mind, whatever group he's in, the mental men, mental men, master Mendel, I don't, Mendelson, Mendel, mind mender. And so he said, I know. And they said, I said, okay, work it out. I said, listen, engineer, you know, hire some people. Was, uh, do we have any plan? He said, I think it was talked to Royal Archivist. Uh, well, I have, we do have a plan for, a, he said, back at Azad the fifth, he wanted to build it. He was from that uh, same land as with the other temple. They worshiped these, I believe it was cat. Cats, cat gods, uh, feline-like gods, which I said, whoa, those are, I thought the, the gods of my childhood were frightening and judgmental. I said, with the look of a cat god, I can only imagine the look of a cat god with judgment. What? And then trying to figure out, why is that cat god giving me that look? Is it, he does not like me, or is, is, it quiz, is he going to attack, or is he judging me? Do I see, can he smell something? Because he's looking at me with a bit of disgust. Anyway, it turns out that building a pyramid is uh, is quite an undertaking. I, I, I mean, I was like, oh, once I started thinking about it, like I said, I said, oh boy, this is going to be a lot of work. I don't think we'll be getting this. Day. So then I said, oh no. So I called Clifford and uh, Gonzalo. I said, uh, you know, after they said, well, I said, they said four or five generations was of that pyramid we, we have the plans from. I said four or five generations of what? Like four, of, he said, of people, kings, you know, your, your, for, your, for your line, ma'am. And I said, well, I don't even have a... So I said, oh, boy. So I said, called in Clifford and Gonzalo. I said, sit down. And I said, Clifford, now you are, uh, you, how is the logistics going of planning the raw? And he said, well, I have the raw materials, you know, where I can, we can get the... Uh, you know, we we can get the rock. My my, they're my they've begun mining the rock or researching it or something. And he said, I they're going to bid a cost that you will have to pay out of the money or the castle money. And I said, well, we'll pay on delivery. And we could. I said, I can figure out the 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 money thing so we can get the rocks to build the pyramid. Is what you're saying? And he said, Yeah, I think I think that, that should not be a problem. And I said, what about the labor and uh, in the, in, in the uh, things? Uh, Gonzalo, what do you think? Because he, he, the boy, he was up all night looking through these plans of the pyramid from the architect or the engineer, whatever they call you know. And he said, he said to me, Agatha, this is not possible to build a pyramid. He said, he said it would take four 400 years with the current... I, he said, I don't know, we don't have the manpower, we would need a huge, huge, many, many men, thousands and thousands of men, machines. And Clifford said, well, what about a fairy magic? It's too bad we didn't have any of that. And I said, you fool, uh, the fairies would not build a pyramid. This is a work project and an inspirational project. The fairies, they, uh, 
the magic is more... And never mind. You, you, And I said, that would be nice, you know. I had possession of a fairy wand at one point. And I did many things, but there's many costs. And, and, and the fairy magic is gone, as far as I could tell. So nice. But that would be nice, huh? But yeah, we don't have any fairy magic. And so... What do you what do you think, Gonzalo? He said just cancel the whole. He said cancel. I said, well, what about the? Uh, I I said, what about those bricks? Remember, I said, well, a symbol of our preparation and the kindness. The pyramid of kindness is where we start with the. Remember that speech I made, and Gonzalo said, oh yeah, we ordered the big bricks of benevolence, and I said, okay, so everyone's going. Did everyone get the bricks? Because everyone that paid to be a part of the pyramid building program was going to get four bricks of kindness. And when someone did a kind act for you, you would give them a brick. And I said, I, 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 I said, I'll think of the rest. And I said, you know, I'll find a way to put your initials on the brick. I said, don't do anything with the brick. Just start thinking of the kindness you're going to do. And so then I said, so anyway, so we have the bricks are distributed, right? And so he said, right. And I said, well, can we, can Clifford, cancel the, uh, the granite? We'll have to just figure out this will be a metaphorical Pyramid, I guess. This is not good. And Clifford said, oh, no, no, these people are not going to like it. My friends have already started. You know, I said I was worried about his friends mining the granite and the building. We might be still on the hook. I said, I am Queen Regent. I won't pay anyone. And, I, you know, my word goes, Clifford. So tell them to cancel the order. And he said, okay, okay. And I said, well, say, well, this is not And I started to worry because I said, uh, the people, uh, you know, if I tell them the pyramid, we, even if I, it's not going to work, Reconcile. If we say we're going to build the pyramid, but it'll be done in 400 years, they're not going to be on board with that. And we need some unity. So these bricks of benevolence, if we could just find a way. And I said, hmm, I said, but we got to get it before. And then right as I started thinking of, oh boy, the brick sails through the window, hits the desk. Smashes the table, bounces around, Clifford screams. I say, bye, bye. And then uh, Gonzalo, he's very, uh, what is it called, nonplussed. Uh, his countenance, I don't He just said, hmm, that's a brick. And he reached out and they said, there's a note on it. And it says, you know, something. So he said, it's about the people. People are starting to figure out about the pyramid. And I said, well, there's a rabble rouses, clearly. And then right as I was going to toss the brick back outside, there was a knock at the door, which was quite frightening because of the timing of it. I said, what is this brick banging? Uh, and they said, Gonzalo said, no, it's the door. And I said, oh, come in. And it was a soldier. And he had this look, and I said, what is it? What is it? And he said, I said, he said it's words from Cinderella. And I said, what kind of word? He said, we don't know. A uh, horse just came in from a, a racing, racing, and it has three letters. They're all, uh, they're all in a satchel, and it's sealed. It says only to be opened by you, Agatha, my my lady, my grace. And I said, okay, okay, leave me this satchel, and be off. And does the man have any other? And he said, no, no, it's a one of those horse transfer things. Uh, so he, you know, he's had nothing to do with the original package leaving. I said, okay, I think, you know, some sort of chain, horse chain. Yeah, he said, and I said, I don't have time. I said, and then I said, oh, oh dear. Was and I said, you know, you know, you two need to leave me. And Clifford, get out. 
Gonzalo, I, I probably should do this by myself. And Clifford went out, and Gonzalo stayed, and he, he looked at me with his big shepherd boy eyes, and I could see him looking at a, a she- I felt like he was looking at a sheep with a, you know, that stepped on a thorn. Which at first I said, oh, this, you know, makes me, and then I said, well, he says, he's going to sense his weakness. I didn't say that, you know, I felt it somewhere. And I said, don't, don't look at me like that. And he said, you're worried, you're worried. And I said, well, there's things, I don't know what to do, Gonzalo. We have to figure out a plan to continue this plan we came up with. The bricks aren't going to fly. We cannot break, just, the people aren't going to buy into this temple thing, the giant pyramid, because it's just, it's not a, it's not visual. It doesn't, you know, I, I thought I had them and I don't. I just I don't know. I don't know what kind of... I try to lead. I will figure something out over the night. Okay, just let me see what's going on with Cinderella. Thank you. And with that, he was up and he left me to be. Now, now this satchel was sealed, but it was very creative how they did this. They had a, a belt buckle. They had a belt buckle closing the leather satchel tight. And then it was sealed in a wax, and written in the wax was a note from Cinderella to be opened by Agatha only, Cinderella. Or did it say Cinder? I don't know. And I said, uh, I stared at it. I'll be, you know, I looked, I put the satchel on the table, and I stared at it. It was a leather. It had been, um, the color of the leather had been, uh, you know, these men had been riding and sweating on it. So it was a finish, well worn. And I looked at the, the maroon colored wax. I said, oh, okay. And I cracked it. And it was quite a, quite a bit of work to get it all, you know, to get the buckle undone and get all the wax. And I said, oh, this is a smart. No one's going to tamper with this unless someone could write like Cinderella, which I know probably not. And then I opened the satchel and inside was... Two letters in a package, and uh, one letter said for Agatha, one letter said for Agatha, uh, for the people to be read of it, to be read to the people by Agatha for something, you know, for me to read to the people, basically. And then the third said uh, for Penelope, only to be opened by Penelope or on Cinderella's return. And I said, oh, shoot, uh, okay, which do I open first, the people letter or my letter? And I... And I said, well, I should open this letter from Cinderella. And I got a, st- I said, well, this, you wouldn't send a letter if you're coming in like the next five minutes unless it says, surprise, I'm downstairs to take over. And I wasn't, you know, I said, oh, no, what is she is going to, what if I open the letter? And she says, I know you've already failed me. You know, you cannot manage to keep the people, you know, in good times, there's, this is only medium time. There's no good time or bad. So you cannot manage now. How would you manage? And then I said, just open the letter, Agatha. And I opened the letter, and I, I will spare you all the details, for it was written to me as private a letter between a, a stepmother and a stepdaughter. One, you know, one day I would hope that I would feel the ability to feel close to Cinderella, and she would. But I would think those days are probably you know, gone. But I said, I said, oh, you know, very nice. She is a wonderful, wonderful writer, and knows how. And then I said, thing. 
basically she said in in so many words, I trust this finds you well. You know, Agatha, I've been, you know, she's praying and hoping and wondering, and she stares at the moon. Have you looked at the moon? Did you look at it five nights ago? Was it full there? And then I said, well, there's some... That was the night I was drinking the wine. I said, I know. Well, I said, probably. And then she went on to talk about how she safely arrived in this city and telling me the size of the city, so many lovely smells, the neighborhoods they call, you know, the, the food, they have this fruit. That looks like this, but tastes like this, and I am a guest of the king. And then I said, well, she's pulling a little bit of an Agatha here, because this is a long letter, many pages, and we have not got to any point yet. And I said, well, so, but it was enjoying, I was enjoying reading it. But I was, oh, no, what is coming? And then she went on, she said, the plan is not yet bad, any fruit. She said, we are looking... We are still searching for answers. They have a great library. They have a school for a doll, something, you know, where we educate the people on alchemy and some, some such things and the stars in the sky. And if people, the fairies are a legend here. They don't even, I don't know if the fairies have even made it to this kingdom, but I, you know, the king is a, is a generous, warm man. But right now I'm concentrating on the task at hand, not on, you know, any dalliances with this man. Though he, he does seem to fancy me. And I said, well, that's a little bit as presumptuous of her, but she is a beautiful woman. And she does have that power. And she said, you know, I need to concentrate here in this kingdom, Agatha. I need to find an answer that will help us and that will help us immediately. And they've heard... Only one tale of one sick fairy godparent. And I thought there was one here, but I cannot find any truth. I do not who, you know, if if I'm not getting the answers or the answers are not there. And she said, you know, what I need you to do is focus on the task at hand where you are. And lead with your heart, Agatha. I need you to keep the people close together, close to the fairies, close to each other, not just in body. Agatha, I need you to cultivate caring for one another in my absence, for it is the true caring for one person, for another person, for a fairy godparent that will see us through. And we will make this, but I need you to be strong, Agatha. And I need you to to, to see this through and, and, and show the people how important it is. And I, that's all I can ask of you is just to Please, the whole thing. And I could tell, I could see teardrops on the paper, ink dripping. And I said, what, does she have eye makeup on? Or is that the ink? That, that is a more iridescent blue. I said, that is strange. The, uh, well, she's been. And then I, I, I folded up the letter. And I, oh, I got it. it uh, I was not. I have just felt so, maybe, maybe this was the night I drank all the wine. But I crawled into my bed. First I kissed Penelope on her forehead. And I listened down the stairs to the sound of Gonzalo singing 
He sings, you know, to his fairy godmother. I do not sing to Penelope. Though I know he sings to her, which makes me say, what are you, is this a competition for best caretaker? But he sings, so I listen to him sing, and then uh, almost made me cry. Almost, almost. I said to myself, uh, well, uh, you know, let's not cry. Let's get in bed and cry with the covers over our head. And then I did, but I got in bed, and I said, oh, I don't, I, I'm feeling something, but it's not a crying feeling. It was like everything's been sucked out of me. I do not know what to do tomorrow. I don't, and I said, well, uh, and I guess I was so worried and clutching this letter that I just fell asleep. And I had a dream of uh, waves. What was it of waves and crabs? It was. It was. It wasn't a. It wasn't a very monumental dream. I said, "What was I dreaming of?" It was like. Uh, was that a, Was that crab talking to me? Was it, and then I said, "I think I'll have you for dinner." And I said, "Well, that would be nice." I think that's when I woke up. I said, mm, "Crab for dinner." My stomach's growling. Another normal day. Oh no, it's not a normal day. I'm in charge. Cinderella's months and months travel away. There's people throwing bricks. There's uh, you know five hundred years to get a, t- a pyramid you know built, which is you know. Ugh. And then I went out to the. I said, "Well, maybe I'll have myself a cup of tea," and and I looked out on the ramparts, and I saw. And I saw the sunrise, and I thought to myself, oh, I thought about Cinderella's letter and, and her looking at the, at the moon. And I said, maybe Cinderella's looking at the sunrise. And the sunrise always, you know, I say, well, it's a new day. Uh, you know, how bad could it possibly, you know, I said, well, let's just do our best. And then I said, uh, you know, I said, when in the the, the, the the kitchen we have, and I said, "Well, how's it going?" To the woman that works there, Bre- Bre- Brenda, and I said, "Brenda, how's the bone broth?" And she said, "It is, it is majestic this morning, ma'am." And I said, "Wonderful!" And then Gonzalo came, and he he said, "I said I heard you singing last night. It was quite nice." And he said, "You, I could sing to you." And I thought about the sun, and the sun came through the window and shined. And I said, "This Gonzalo, he's great." And I said, "I said, I said, thank you." And I said, Oof. "And I said, well, yeah." And I said, "Well, I don't, Gonzalo. I don't know what we're going to do today. We're going to have to do our best for Cinderella." And he said, "Is that what the letter said?" And I said, "Well, pretty much." But she pretty much said, "Do better than your best." But she said, "You know, do the best. We got to figure out a way to get these people caring for one another." Loving one another. Maybe I was on the wrong track with this pyramid thing, scheme, you'd say, you know. We'll return the money. We could throw some money in. How many did we take? One crone from each gold crone? I don't know. And he said, hey, I don't know, but we'll figure it out together, Agatha, for, for our fairy godmothers. And I said, well, she's technically not my fairy godmother, but I like her. So, yes. And then at that moment, I saw, you know, we were, I was still kind of peeking out the window. I saw Clifford running towards the castle, uh, you know, this part of the castle. And he was yelling something, but it was so it was so high up, I could not hear what he was yelling. And I said, oh, man. And he looked out of breath, and I said, well, sir. 
I said, well, you better get yourself some bone broth. It looks like Clifford's running here about something. It probably has to do with us, unless he's got some sort of lover somewhere in the castle. I said, uh, Brenda, are you his lover? She said, no, no, she's, he's not a, he's a nice enough man. I said, oh, okay. Uh, and then we, we we started on our bone broth, and and we used to supplement our bone broth with, like, strips of meat and things, you know, so and eggs we do have, and it's nice, it's nice, very nice. But mushrooms, mushrooms, they say that is a wonder food. I think maybe Clifford said that it's a wonder food. Put these seeds and some mushrooms in there. It's wonder food. He said, this will make you powered. And I said, well, and actually Brenda said, well, that's why I wondered if they were lovers. She said, well, the mushrooms are are good. They're natural. Well, the seeds, I'm not so sure, but uh, squirrels eat them. As we finished, Gonzalo, when I finished our bone, but Clifford made it up and he said, uh, uh, uh. and they said, See, sit down. He said, we can't, you must come with me. And I said, why, why? And he said, go to the cliffs. And I said, well, why? And he said, can we get a ride there in a wagon? I said, of course, of course, I'm the queen. Why must we? He said, there's word of something strange. And so I won't bore you with the details. I, we, I said, you need to drink some water. If I've learned anything from this crisis, it's that staying hydrated is important. Even if you want a wonder food, try some water, wonder water, Clifford. So he had some, and we went out to his cliffs, and he said, my master, my mint-a-team, mint, mint team his news, the granite man, I told them you might cancel the granite order, and he said, well, it was, uh, he said it was uh, uh, synchronicity or something, syncopation, and we got to the the cliffs clubhouse, and it was a very regal place out of, over the river, you I think it used to be a hunting lodge. Maybe during Azor the Grey, I think he was the Azor the Twelfth. If someone was telling me, they said, they said, "So what's happening? You're not going to build the pyramid, are you?" And they said, "Did you ever intend to build?" I said, "Well, calm down, boys. Calm down. You have any idea who you're speaking with?" And the granite man had the audacity to say, "The woman that's cheated me." And I said, that's the silence. I. And I looked around the room and I said, sir, do you realize who you're speaking to? And he said, I, I'm sorry. And I said, I said, I will not forget this moment, sir. Okay. And I do not appreciate your tone. I had no clue that the pyramid would take 500 years to construct under current Best case scenario, if we had. And I said, why are you so bent out of shape about it? You are already a very rich man. He said, well, I would have been much richer, you know. Uh, and he said, I already had sent out to uh, start the... Uh, and I said, why are you calling me here to, 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 to count pennies together? Are you going to charge me, take my pin and charge me a membership fee to be a part of your team? You may, what, what, why, why have you called me here? I'm a very busy woman. So what, what is the point of bringing me out here? And the men, now this man, the granite man, he was probably like third or fourth highest in the, t they actually sat in a way that, well, it was not readily apparent to all sitting there who was, you know, the chain of uh, riches, I don't know, but, but anyway, this granite man, he was, 
And they looked around, and this main man was Dan, the guy I'd met. He seemed charming enough. And he said, why don't you need to be honest with the queen? Uh, he said to this granite, Dan said to the granite man, he said, tell her, tell her. And he, he said, ah. I said, you will speak, sir, to your queen when, you know, commanded to indirectly by this Dan man. And he, he said, well, we have some bad news, my, my, my queen. Because our friend here, who's a, no longer a cliff after today, and then the granite man started to visit him. And he said, Dan's racist. And he said, maybe the queen will have some use for your granite still, sir. And I said, that clearly, in my head, I did not nice try currying favor with me, Dan. But anyway, I said, I don't have time for your bickering between your boys club here. Can you just tell me why you've called me here? It's uh, it's just buried past sunshine. I have a a, a fairy godparent to uh, in a you know a, a kingdom to keep it together. And Dan said, "Well, that's what it's regarding." And I said, "Well, what is it regarding?" And he said, uh, "He hired uh, ogres to uh, mine the granite, to move the granite uh, from from the uh, the forest, the forgotten forest." And I said, I've heard of that. I didn't even know it was real. How funny. He said, well, it's a ways away past the granite hills and over the... And I said, what do you mean you hired ogres? And he, I see, he, he said, speak. And he said, well, I, you know, I knew a guy. I did not hire them myself. I have a a man that acquired, runs my mines. And I said, this is a, you know cheaper. He said, it's a much better deal than ogres. He goes, you don't actually hire them. You capture them. And then you move them, and then you pay after you, you're done using them. Then you pay them, and you say, okay, don't attack me. I will pay you this, and then this in six moons or so. And he goes, usually it works out, but this guy's got it down, and there's no way to trace it back to me. Except, uh, he said, the ogres, they told the other ogres, one escaped, and more ogres came, and they said, why are you gathering all this granite? And then they, you know, my guy, they they found the plans. They said, this is this many blocks of granite. I think you would, you would order, you know, hundreds and hundreds of blocks of granite. And they said, what is this, you know? And they figured out they were building this great pyramid. And so, so they know, the ogres know, that they, they would think. And I said, what do you mean? What do you know? He said, well, the guy, he escaped my guy. And he said, he's... Afraid the ogres think that we have this great kingdom, wealthy kingdom, and you know maybe they'll come. And they said, "Do you have any ogres?" And he said, "No." And I said, "Are there any ogres within?" A, you know, and I said, "I'll increase some patrols." But you know, is this true? What are you? Are you sure you're not trying to just get me to buy more granite? And he said, "Well, I still, you know, sue you or something." I said, "Good luck, buddy." And I said, well, thank you about this ogre. I said, are you guys, are we about to be attacked by ogres? And they said, no, 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 no. Well, you know, we just saw, we, we, we want to help you, ma'am. I said, oh, so this is a, I said, I need to go. Thank you for Clifford's, Cliff's, Cliff and your friends. And I was quite irritated at this point. And then I said, oh, I got this letter from the, I hadn't even read the letter for Cinderella and the people. So we rode back to the castle, the Gonzalo, Clifford, and I. And Clifford said, well, I'm sorry about that, how that worked. And I said, you told on me about the granite. 
He said, no, no, I reported back. And I said, well, it's fine, Clifford. That's fine. And uh, so we rode back to the castle. And as we got close, I saw, of course, there was a tons of people gathered in the square. I said, oh, boy, this is the pyramid fallout. And I said, oh, watch out, boys, that we don't get hit by any bricks of uh, benevolence. And I said, that planned. And, and I, I raised my hand, and the guards were, you know, keeping the people at bay. And I said, don't worry, I'll come straight to the stage here. And people were booing and hissing and saying this was the, we, they want them. I said, you'll get your money back. Silence, people. People, quiet. And they say, I said, I apologize to all of you. Uh, I, w- I, I honestly thought we could build a pyramid together, a pyramid that would bring us all riches and, and uh, you know, uh, notoriety and unify us together. But I was wrong. And they said, well, it's about time you said, well, and they were still yelling. And I said, did you, do you want to know uh, how bad I feel? I feel all, and they said, you should. And I said, well, the reason I, I feel so terrible is because I know I've let down Cinderella. And they said, you bet, you know, and I said, and the reason I know that is because I had a letter from her yesterday come. And I have a letter for all of you from her. And then they said, what, what, a letter from Cinderella? How is it? And it was like uh, the, the attention was on me. They were much more neutral, neutral at least. And I said, well, I have it here. And I pulled it out and I held it. And they said, it's a lot, another one of her lies. And I said, it wasn't a lie about the pyramid. It was a mistake. I, uh, it was, a, you know, I, I was trying to think of ways for us to work together. For I need your help to keep these fairies, go, you know, safe. And it's my charge from Cinderella to do so. And uh, I said, you know, let, let's let's work together. And they said, well, Robert. And I said, well, I just, I don't have to read the letter. I said, oh, please, please. And I said, and I, I will pass it around for all of you, as long as it gets back here, no one, you know, sweats on it or cries on it or touch, no putting it in your mouth or tearing off little pieces. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll do something to you if you tear off a piece of the letter. But, uh, you know, if you want to look at it, well, Gonzalo, you will walk through the crowd holding the letter above your head. And they said, well, how do you read it? I said, I, 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 I can read it. It's very quick. It says, you know. I can read it after it goes through the crowd, but I could tell you what it says, my friends. More than likely, it tells us of how much Cinderella loves each and every one of you, and how worried she is for 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 all of you, for your health, and how every night tears fall from her face when she thinks of the little children here that don't have a fairy godparent. At their home, when she thinks of the fairy godparents tossing and turning in their beds, when she thinks about that she's not here to resolve anything, any of your worries, to give you the confidence that you are safe. That deep down in her heart, she she might not even say this in the letter, that she's worried that I am the one in charge and that I won't be able to work with you and that we'll all let her down and maybe she's even afraid that she'll return and, you know, we've lost more than just one fairy godparent. Or that our people will no longer be together as one, in a happy family. 
as she, you know, she, she looks on the bright thing. So she was like, well, that's what it seemed like when I left. So it says something like that. And it says my, you know, I will have to trust that my heart is true. My, my faith in you is so real and deep and, and stuff like that. And then Gonzalo and I worked it way up and it, and it did say more. I read from the letter. It was so lovely. And even if you go, that smelled like Cinderella, like ro rose water. Is that what she bathes in, rose water? But with a hint of a spice I've never smelled before. I love, you know, she tells us she's sending something from the kingdom. She's going to bring each of us a gift when she returns. And the people, they seemed excited. And But I was nervous. They said, well, we will help you, Agatha. I, we know that because the letter, it was, whoa. I said, a good thing they, uh, you know, they don't elect their kings and their queens here. For Cinderella would be queen forever, if if they had the choice. These people. And I said, I don't. But I still, I, I said, I wish I knew a way to bottle up this feeling, for I have a feeling it won't last. And then I began. I said, What if these ogres or orgs? What did he say? Ogres, ogres, orgs. I'm not sure whether they said might be using for the mining labor. And I said, oh, dear. And so uh, I, 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 I retired that night. And people seemed, I said, well, so at least I could sleep good tonight. But then I forgot about the, uh, the last thing inside the satchel, the, uh, the letter to you, Penelope. And, and you know, well, how do I know it was a letter? It was inside a package. Well, because I opened it up, but I cannot, I cannot speak to you tonight of that. I need to rest because my heart is heavy. And I, I, well, I opened it. Okay, Penelope, I haven't read the letter. That's why I'm, I'm telling you I opened it. I said, oh, I, I can I, I saw something inside wrapped in a cloth. I said, should I look at it? Oh, should I? Because I wonder what is in there that is not in the other two letters. But I said, I guess I don't do it. What if... What if Cinderella find? What if you never? You know, she said, "What did Penelope? How did Penelope open me? You know, I don't want to get caught." And what if she says, "This is a test, Agatha. I knew you were no good. You opened this letter. I have some sort of, you know, thing to tell little bugs that are already flying back to tell me the truth. I don't know." But just, Penelope, sleep well. I've not read the. I will probably read the letter. I'm sure. But not tonight. Sleep well and rest, my sweet, sweet fairy godmother. Uh, at least for tonight, all is well. The people are re-inspired to help you without my plan to whatever, um, I'm, uh, you know, bring them riches. I don't know. I guess they'll give up on that, maybe. Or maybe there'll be some other thing with bricks of benevolence. I don't think, I think they still have some of those bricks which they did pay for. I guess Gonzalo said, well, they could return the bricks for the money. So that's a bright boy we have there, Gonzalo. And a lovely woman who, who, who can't be with us, this Cinderella. I didn't want to let her down at all, but I will try, Penelope. I will try tomorrow to do my best and not read that letter, but I don't even know if I could. You know, I might just get up in the middle of the night and read it tonight, but we will see. Good night, Penelope. Sweet dreams, my dear.